All right, welcome to the Fifth Line Report, the show that covers it all from sports to booze to food, guaranteed to make you dumber or your money back. Uh, today's show is 100% culturally appropriated, so we look forward to your death threats. Uh, let's uh, let's dive in. Wait, 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 wait. What? You can't just dive in after eight weeks of no show, Sean. Okay, all right, whatever. So, hey, uh, by the way, we've got Frenchie in the studio with us today. All right, so let me explain. So, uh, for starters, had a new kid. Uh, this is baby number two. And if you don't know, uh, newborns take away your will to live, let alone record a podcast. So that's part of it. The other part is uh, the good news that we have that we're announcing right now is we are now the proud owners of FifthLineSports.com. We've been working pretty diligently on the website. Still looks like shit, but that's okay. That's because I'm the one that built it. Anyways, uh, so head over to fifthlinesports.com. You're going to see all sorts of awesome articles. Uh, we got some new writers coming in. Uh, Frenchie here has uh, graciously made some, uh, some posts. Uh, I recruited Shannon to write for us. Um, so the thing about Shannon is she's really, really intelligent. And yeah. she loves sports. Like, we became friends, you know, just via our love of sports. But she's, like, she's so smart. So I'm really, you know, when I was looking for writers, I mean, she was, like, one of the first people I wanted to reach out to because I knew that she'd probably be on board. But, uh, yeah, it's great. So and Poor Shannon. She seems like a diehard Bills fan like I am with my Bengals. Yeah, like, I, we kind of feel sorry for Shannon sometimes. I, I try not to poke fun at her when, uh, when the Sabres lose, too. Uh, so Instagram, if, if you guys follow us on Instagram, uh, or not, whatever, but it's now fifth line sports on Instagram and Twitter. It was the fifth line report, which is the name of this show. Uh, the name of this show is not going to change, but a lot of stuff is going to be geared around fifth line sports. So all of our social media handles are now fifth line sports, fifth line spelled out. Um, obviously there was a huge break in the action, uh, like I just explained, but we're going to try and have more consistent shows now, uh, plenty of guest hosts and contributors. So, uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, anyway, so before we start, I was at Walmart. Okay. I was at Walmart walking around. Lovely story, Sean. Okay. Well, so let me get my drink here. You're hoarding my drink. I'm sorry. So in, in Ohio, we just go to Walmart. We walk around in our pajama pants. And so that was what I was doing. And I was walking through the beer aisle, and I saw Four Loco Black. What are they going to come up with next? Four Loco Black. Like, could you just imagine what would happen if you consumed a Four Loco Black? No, I can't. That's the point of a Four Loco. You can't imagine what's happening afterwards. I mean, that is, I feel like one is just instant. The reason they call it Four Loco Black is probably because you black out and wake up with felony warrants. Most likely. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so anyway, so I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you kick it off, and I'm just going to sit here and think about Four Loco Black. Okay. Um, well, obviously, Sean, with my uh, Bengals background, I want to start off with saying I'm happy about the firing of. Tyrell Austin, our defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, we knew something was going to happen, right? Oh. I mean, how many yards did they give up against the Saints? Just the Saints. 500, just like they did the previous two weeks. First time in uh, the Super Bowl era that a team has given up 500 yards. Oh, my God. Complete, and that was a complete embarrassment. I mean, normally, if, if I'm watching the Bengals games, 
I leave it on until the end because, I mean, there's sometimes, you know, they have the nickname the Cardiac Cats, but uh, <laughs> they're still coming back. I mean, it was like 40-something to, I don't know, negative 10 last time I checked the score. I'm not a shutter off of the game, but it was worth shutting off at halftime. Yeah. I mean, I think I went, went even past halftime, and I was just like, okay, can we watch figure skating or something like yes. that? It was, it was a debacle, and the obviously the bad part is we have talent. We have talent on our defense. So the defensive coordinator, we all know how this goes. First the coach goes, then you start purging players. So uh, Marvin Lewis is going to take over the defensive play calling. Um, last time he was a defensive play caller, he was with the 2000 record-breaking defense of the Baltimore Ravens, who won the Super Bowl. So basically I've gotten to the point I'm a glass-half-full guy. It can't get worse. Right. You're right. It it can't. I mean, I guess it could. It could get worse. Um, But no, I I, I get where you're going. And they just picked up uh, what's his doodle? Hugh Jackson. Yeah. So, okay. I if you follow our Twitter, I extended a a little uh, question to Bud Light is, are we in Cincinnati going to get free Bud Light? I mean, come on. We got Hugh Jackson. Come on. I mean, just got our butts kicked by the Saints. Yeah. So, but you are, you're kind of, you're all for the, the Hugh Jackson hire, right? Oh, absolutely. Called him what, Action not, Jackson? As, as long as he's not our head coach, I'm game. Right, and that's the thing, is like, what people don't understand is maybe because Hugh Jackson was not a good head coach does not mean that he's not going to serve a purpose on a team somewhere. Last time Hugh Jackson was with the Bengals was the best our offense looked. Andy Dalton was looking like an MVP out there. Um, Hugh Jackson likes to run the football. We have a much better talent at the running back position and Joe Mixon than we had back then. Uh, we had Hill, who, let's just be honest, he wasn't Joe Mixon. Did I tell you about my Joe Mixon mess up with my fantasy team? No. All right, so this is the first year I've ever done fantasy football, right? Okay. Okay, and I'm, I'm doing awful. Welcome to 21st century. I, I know. Okay, don't, make, don't judge me, okay? You assume my gender and you judge me all the time, and I'm <laughs> sick of it. So... I decided I was going to do a fantasy you know, draft this year just to see what all the hype was about. And I'm doing awful as expected uh, because I just I don't follow football like I should. Um, you know, I'm obviously, I'm the hockey guy. So I accidentally, instead of benching Joe Mixon, because he got hurt you know, mm-hmm. recently, uh, instead of benching him, I accidentally dropped him. Oh. <laughs> and so when, I, so when I went to put him back in, I'm like, Where'd Mixon go? Uh, so now I'm my fantasy team is even more fucked than it was, and I'm actually Your fantasy league loves you though. Oh we yeah, like him up. I'm there's there's people probably having side bets on me like this guy's gonna come in last place. I mean, and I probably will. Let me okay. You you keep talking about uh, what's his doodle here. I'm gonna pull it up. Uh, well, like I said, um, Austin. Being gone, Marvin Lewis calling the plays, and Hugh Jackson coming in. I see more first downs coming because I think the defense, a lot of the defense's problems is they're tired. We got great pass rushers, Dunlap, Atkins. We were talking about 350-pound guys playing four quarters. They need a break. The offense is the only way to get a break. How do you prolong drives as you run the football? Hugh Jackson likes to run the football, so I welcome Hugh Jackson back with open arms, especially with Aaron Lewis calling the play. Somebody, there needs to be some help there. Right. And, and I, 
We talked about Marvin Lewis. Like, I think he needs to be out as the head coach, not fired, maybe promoted, whatever. Uh, but I, I do, I think he's going to fit good in the, you know, the defensive coordinating position. Absolutely. Um, I'm, with, I'm with you now with the, maybe Marvin Lewis shouldn't be the head coach. Right. But he definitely belongs with keep staying with the Bengals organization and getting Mike Brown to keep spending some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Mike Brown's obviously the issue, and, and I, I'll say that very openly. My, yeah. I think Mike Brown is just – how old is he? 97 or like 106? Something like that. He's, he's lost it. He's lost Once his mind. Once you've passed up a certain age, you're just – you're getting closer. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying that he probably uh, cannot find his car when he parks it. Yes. But, so, anyways, what else you got? Let's get off the Bengals. What else you got? So, um, the Rams that everybody thought was this powerhouse that nobody was going to stop with countless pro bowlers on the defense and offensive. They're um, here lately with injuries and things like that. They're not looking so invincible. Yeah. Um, you got Cup towards ACL. He's out for the season. Okay. You got a couple cornerbacks that are going down, and Jared Goff, is looking a little more human than Superman now with a, less weapons. Right. And they're on the cusp of facing their – they have lost, but they're on the cusp of facing the Chiefs that are highly firepower. And, I mean, it's going to be one heck of a game. Yeah, I, I look forward to that one. They have um, – they did change their location, Sean, from um, – they were supposed to play in Mexico. Okay. And the field – from the heavy rain and the yeah. time of the season is um, they've went out and looked at the field and they said our players can't play on this. So they moved it to L.A. So L.A. having forest fires and wildfires is safer to play football than in Mexico on their field. Oh, I, th- I thought maybe it was like the, the field was getting trampled by the caravan coming from where from South America. Maybe. Uh, I thought maybe that's where they were setting up camp. So what? So they're too spoiled? They can't play on the dirt down in... So we can't spray paint some dirt down in Mexico. Um, that's kind of how I feel. I'm like on a field that has played that much sports. First of all, why is it even still grass and dirt? Why isn't it field turf like everywhere on the planet is nowadays? Especially when you have that many sporting events happening there. Soccer, um, all kinds of things happening on that field. Why is it dirt and grass? And why did we think this time of the year would be good to play a football game on it? We just roll out some carpet down there. Play on some carpet. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Um, but I think uh, the Rams and the Chiefs is going to be. It's you know it's a it's a something we're probably going to see in the NFC Championship. Those two teams are the powerhouse coming from the NFC. Um, the Saints have something to say about it. Um, so I would love to talk about the Saints and how their season started off pretty rough, and they lost to the Buccaneers. They um, came in. I didn't even know Buccaneers was still a team. Yeah, it's it, exactly. <laughs> if it wasn't for Fitzmagic, Mad, Fitzpatrick, then I wouldn't even know they existed. Yeah, I, I didn't even know they were still around. I, just like South Dakota, I, I'm pretty sure. I thought we sold that to Canada by now, but I guess not. But I, I definitely see the Saints as now the powerhouse of the entire NFL. Um, yeah, and, Reed, we, and we saw that Sunday. Yes. Yes, and it what I mean, a lot of it are going to be like, oh, that's just how bad the Bengals are. No, like, 
Drew Brees knows his stuff, and he is taking care of business now. Um, not only has he beaten us, he beat he was the first team to hand the Rams their first loss of the season. That showed that they're not so unstoppable. Right, and and if all else fails, Sean Payton can smash a firewall. Yes, yes. I'm so glad you brought that up, Sean. So, Sean Payton, history of um, being suspended from the league for some unruly things like hit list and things like that. So apparently uh, Sean Payton claims that a fire alarm was going off at Paul Brown Stadium while they were getting ready for the game. You know, maybe it was a tactic by the Bengals. Maybe. It didn't work, obviously. But Sean Payton smashes the fire alarm so his team can focus. Why the head coach is doing that and not getting a janitor or something like that tells me a little bit something about Sean Payton. You might He's either an asshole or a dumbass. It's one of the exactly. one of the asses. And I'm pretty confident the NFL has some therapist that maybe he could see. Yeah, probably. Uh, do we call do we call the maintenance technician or do we just smash the fire alarm? They actually put up a picture of the smash. He didn't do it delicately. Um he must have had a hammer or something like that, because it wasn't the Sean Payton. Maybe Sean Payton seems like the kind of guy that would walk around like with a hammer. Yes, like maybe he just keeps one in his back pocket. Quite possibly, because this wasn't no pulled wire. This was they. He smashed it into pieces. What a dumbass! The electrician can't fix this one. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it it's been an interesting year for the NFL. I mean, it's it's not been predictable. That's that's what I'll say. It's not been a predictable year for the NFL. It's only been predictable for the Bengals, and that's it. Yes. All right. So I I got something to talk about, uh, and and I this was actually the first article that I put up on the fifth on fifthlinesports.com. Tuka Rask. Okay. Uh, full disclosure. You know the Boston Bruins. That's my team, right? And Tuka Rask is is their goalie. If uh, you don't follow hockey, so. Tuka Rask, it, it, he's not played that well this season. Okay. Okay? He's a good goalie. He's just he's not... So that's a badass name, Sean. Yeah, right. It, exactly. So he's not played as well as the Boston Bruins team is used to seeing him play. Um, usually he's he's just very... He's got a lot of finesse in his game. Um, you know, I mean, you can just tell when you see him play, man, he is he's just on it. And he, starting with the first, you know, the first game uh, against Washington Capitals, of course, Washington Capitals are coming off of their, their Stanley Cup win, so they were coming out with some fury, and it was at Washington. Um, I mean, he was just a total sieve. He let, I, I want to say it was six or seven goals go in. I mean, it was it was wow. just a total ass-whooping. And it was not, it was not something that you would see from this goalie, okay? So, obviously, I mean, something's just been a little off, and so he comes out, or the team comes out and announces that they give him, they gave him leave of absence for a couple of days. It was very, it was vague. It was real vague. They just said, we've given him leave of absence to deal with a personal matter, right? So there was a lot of speculation in there. Um, but, so this dude comes out with, uh, what was it? Keith Olbermann comes out with a tweet. It says something to the tune of, uh, did, the, did the Bruins backdate Rask leave of absence to uh, nine something left in the third period. Okay, so he, here's my issue with that. Like, the problem the problem with Twitter is like people can just say whatever they want and they don't get punched in the mouth anymore. Yeah, right, right. 
So, like, back in the day, if I said that, like, somebody probably punched me in the mouth. Laptop badasses. Right, yeah. Every Everybody is just a warrior behind a screen. And this Keith Olbermann, who's he worked for? CBS? Or I don't know, something like that. He's just an overpaid dickhead. But for somebody to come out and say that, I expect it. I expect it out of just normal people. But somebody that, that is a sports anchor or reporter... I expect them to have a little bit more respect for human beings Absolutely. like that. I mean, well, it it was just a total it was a total dick move. We put all these athletes on pedestals like they're superheroes, and they don't have the same lives that we all have. <laughs> People get sick. People have children. Uh, you just recently had a small child, and things happen where you need to leave what you're doing and. Take some time off. Right. It's, I mean, it's a job. It's still a job. Mm -hmm. But so, you know, here's my thing is like, and and the team asked, you know, hey, can we respect his privacy? Right. Everybody wants to, it's human nature to speculate what's going on in Tukarask life. Right. He's a normal guy. He's got a family. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's he's got a wife. I mean, maybe there was something at home, but we, we want to respect his privacy. And I, excuse me, I did, you know, I didn't speculate what it was. Because they said, hey, let's respect his privacy. But so this dude comes out and like just tries to kick him when he's down. I mean, just what an asshole. I hope your inbox gets flooded with unsolicited dick pics. You asshole. I mean, if something came out and they said, hey, Sidney Crosby is taking leave of absence for for a couple days to deal with a personal matter. I I don't like Sidney Crosby, but I'm not going to throw out a tweet and, and be like, I hope your kids can't read. I mean, I just... Can we not act with, like, just a little bit of class anymore? We just don't have class anymore. Yeah. That's the problem, is even people like Keith Dumbass Olbermann just don't have any class or respect. And um, I read your article, Sean, and I looked into this Keith Olbermann guy, um, and he seems like... Is he fat? I bet he's fat. He's older. So that was the biggest surprise for me, was the dick move by an older gentleman... You know, that who we're should, expecting class. Who class. should know better. Right. He should know better. Okay. So, anyways, uh, so let, we'll move past that. But, um, so Rask is back. I have a quick question, though, Sean. I'm not the hockey guy. Right. But you're making me a little bit of a hockey guy. I'm trying. So, um. It's a better sport than football. Okay. Do, do we have a goalie coordinator that we can fire? Uh, you could. Uh, I mean, with. Yeah, you, I mean, they, they have goalie play, coaches. Fall down. You know, we, we just got rid of our defensive coordinator in the Bengals. I mean, are we talking about a goalie um, coach fire here? I, I just, no, I don't think that a goalie coach is going to, I mean, I think you can just tell when somebody's playing, you know, he's playing a little bit off. And and he even, he said in his statement when he came back that, you know, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses that I played good or played bad because of what I have going on in my personal life. But I, I mean, subconsciously, I you think, you, yeah, you just can't help it if, you know, if something's going on in your personal life, even you're if you're distracted, right, you're distracted. You're not totally a hundred percent dialed in. And at that level, you can't afford to be distracted. Right, uh, but no, I mean, I, I think you know, in, in in my article late last night that I put out, I I said you know it might go one of two ways. Um, maybe he's just having an off year and he needs to kind of dial in a little bit and hone his skills, um, but. He could come back, you know, now that he's kind of got, I, I don't know, I mean, maybe he's got everything kind of situated. He could he could come back and be Tuka Rask, that goalie that is just a total brick wall. Yeah. Nothing gets past him. Um, 
you know, his, his save percent average is, you know, was much lower, uh, you know, this season than it was last season, especially at, when you're talking of all times. I mean, he's, I think last season he had a point, you know, point nine, I don't know, point nine five save mm-hmm. percent average. He's at like point nine one. Okay. So, I mean, it's, he's just not there. However, uh, Halleck, who was slated to be the backup goalie. Another guy with a badass name. Right. Well, they all have, everybody in hockey has funny names. Like, if you, if you try to go and play hockey with, like, I think there's one, Riley Smith. That's, the like, the one normal name in the NHL. And then the, and then the one that Because every, everybody else is from, like, Russia or Sweden or Canada. I mean, and, and the one you think that you can't stand, Sidney Crosby, has a girl's name. Yeah, of course. Well, of course he's got a girl's name. His parents didn't love him, and they probably still don't. Anyways, so Halleck is he's he was slated to be the backup goalie. He's totally on fire. He's ranked the third goalie in the NHL right now. So, so Tugaras got his um, job cut out for him. Well, and and there needs you know, and the coach was saying that I do want to create some healthy competition. This was this was a statement last year between uh, Rask and I want to say Hudobin. Um, he wants to create kind of a healthy competition because it would make both players play perform well, right? Competition wanting to greatness. wanting to be the guy in between the pipes. But I mean, Halleck is I mean he's rated third. It's like a point nine five or almost point nine six uh, save percent average. I'll have to look it up and verify. So it. is Halleck doing as good as Tukarask does when his A games out there? I think so. Okay, I think he's doing great. But what does you know? What I think could be the good part in all that is you might end up having two goalies that are brick walls. And the fact that your team's still doing good, even though Tukarask took some time to leave. Right. I mean, and let's see, Boston's sitting third in the Atlantic, which, you know, is not necessarily where I want them to yeah. be right now. Uh, I don't, I kind of don't want them at the top either. I feel like I'm one of those people that I'm kind of superstitious about the people that dominate the very, very top all year long. It's hard to go wire to wire. Are not going to be the Stanley Cup champions. They're going to be the Stanley Cup contenders, but not the champions. Um, I mean, and it's it's really, really, really early in the year to kind of make the prediction on who is going to be in the Stanley Cup. So, I mean, right now, so you've got Tampa Bay in the top spot in the Atlantic, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets in the top spot in the Metro, uh, and then over in the Western Conference, you got Nashville sitting up top, which, you know, Nashville's a, a dominating team, and they definitely were last year. San Jose... Um, is is got the the top spot in the Pacific. So the one thing though is Dallas. Dallas is the wild card right now in the Pacific. Okay. The last game that I watched with Dallas, I saw nothing but precision. Okay. There was it was almost robotic. Their puck management was almost robotic. It was tape to tape every single pass. But what they lacked was kind of the, uh, that little bit of finesse that you need a, a goal scorer to have, right? Okay. Which is maybe, you know, that's maybe why they're not putting up kind of those those huge scores. But what what I see there, though, is a contender. I see somebody that's starting to get their shit together. They're not making mistakes, but they're not making fantastic plays. Right. They're not making the type of silly mistakes that you see most teams make. So, I mean, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to rag on Boston, but... Boston's one of those where, you know, you'll see Brad Marchand, he'll get the puck, and, and, you know, Brad Marchand's a good player. He'll get the puck, he'll go into the zone, and then he just dicks around with the puck instead of taking a shot. Okay. You know, he, he tries to do kind of the stop and go and the pure, you know, pure, pure, pirouette around, you know, the defensive players, and 
all of a sudden he gets the puck snatched from him because he's not taking that shot. And so I think a winning team is going to have a combination of that, you know, a little bit of finesse. I mean, when you look at uh, when you look at Washington Capitals, you've got Ovechkin who just hammers. I mean, he's just got that slap shot that's just insane. And he just hammers away at the net. And that's how you score goals. You can't score a goal if you don't put it at the net. Oh, of right? course. Got to take your shot to make your shot. Right, exactly. So, I mean, that that's... That's my hockey take, but um, I I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that Dallas is probably gonna be a contender for the Stanley Cup this year. Um, I don't know about Boston. I think it, you know I think Boston's gonna be a contender, but I don't know that this is Boston's year. And to be honest, and I like Tuukka Rask; he's one of my favorite players, but I don't know um, that he I don't know that he's a Stanley Cup goalie. And the reason that I say that is because in a normal game he'll stop him all day long, but I feel like when it counts, when you need to. Yeah, when you need Tuukka Rask to stop that puck, you know, otherwise it's it's the game. That's when he breaks down. Tuukka Rask is your Andy Dalton. Right. That's yeah. When it matters, that's when he kind of breaks down and maybe drops the uh, drops the puck, maybe drops yeah. the ball, drops the puck, whatever. Yeah. However, however you want to say it. But you got to have that goal. You know, you got Bobrovsky at Columbus, and you know. His ranking right now, he's not very he's not very high in the in the goalie rankings, but I think Bobrovsky, I think he is he is going to be one of these Stanley Cup goalies. Okay. I can see it happening. Um he's I'm interested to see, and I haven't looked to see if there's any updates on if he's gonna stay with the Blue Jackets or not. Uh he wants a lot of money and he's already making some good money right now. So I don't know if uh I don't know if they're gonna keep him. I don't know if they're gonna uh pay him or not. But I I honestly I think Bobrovsky is gonna be one of the Stanley Cup goalies. It may not be with the Blue Jackets, but in his career, I think you're going to see Bob with the Cup. Just me. I could be wrong. Um, Buffalo looks like shit. Sorry, Shannon. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and the, the Capitals are not doing well right now, which uh, is kind of funny to me. I, I just I thought the Capitals, when, they, when I watched them start out with Boston and just slaughter them, slaughter Boston. It was awful. Um, I thought this was going to be another year for them, but probably not. I really, I just don't want, it's kind of like the Super Bowl, right? I get sick of seeing the Patriots in the Super yes. Bowl. Right? Of course. Everybody you, does. You get sick of seeing the same teams, and I, I'm almost starting to root for the underdogs uh, in the NHL because I just want to see a different team win the Cup. It's just always the same teams that are contending. Now, Washington, you know, this year, Washington won the Cup for the first time. And it was great. And Vegas, this was their first year. You know, they made it to the Cup. It was great. But I just feel like year after year, you constantly kind of have that, you know, that Boston, and then you've got San Jose, L.A., uh, the Predators. You kind of have those teams that are that are that make it to the top. And then you're just watching the same damn tournament. Exactly. I feelings the same with the Super Bowl. It seems like the Patriots and whoever was has been hot for the last three years meet up every every year and normally Tom Brady takes it home, but right. it wasn't true last year. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with the NFL this year. I, I'm I'm actually very interested to see who goes to the Super Bowl this year because I think it's I think it is going to be different. Yes. I think it's going to be a different year. You're going to see different teams in the Super Bowl. I'm finally watching hockey, so I can't say anything's going to be different for me because I've never seen it before. Yeah, it's, it's going to rot your brain. 
It's you're gonna get a lot dumber. So I know that my wife's gonna hate me more because I'm watching more sports. Start playing hockey and then you get really dumb. Oh, okay. I got I got hurt Monday night. Um, I got into a little bit of a scuffle oh, okay. at the net. So okay, well here's what happens. So I play up at Goggin Ice Arena, which is up at Miami University. My team is a bunch of older guys. We're in our 30s, 40s. And we play against all, like, the college students that are there. Okay. We are all tied to Miami University. You know, I'm a townie. My old company was – our current company is a sponsor um, of the Red Hawks. So we're all – we all have a tie into Miami University. And we play against fraternities or just some of the student teams. Some of the teams are fun. Some of the teams are complete assholes. And we just happen to play the asshole team <laughs> Monday night. Um Dude completely rams our goalie. I mean, just plows over our goalie and then has the nuts to take a swing at him. So at that point, it's all, I mean, and there's a certain code in hockey. You just, you don't mess with the goalie. I think you discussed this with me not too long ago. Goalies can fight. Yeah, goalies can fight goalies, but like you don't, you don't take a swing on my goalie because I'm coming at you. Yeah. And so it was on. Uh, we went to the ice. My man, my shoulder went directly back. Like oh. it's not supposed to go. Yeah. Um, so I haven't told my wife yet that that I'm hurt. <laughs> she she doesn't um, listen to the podcast, right? Sean? I hope not. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, I am I am severely hurt. But here's the don't fight an old man. Yeah. Like, look, we fight dirty. Okay, if you don't understand, if you're a young kid, let kids, let me tell you something here. Okay, if you're listening, don't try and fight an old man because we're not going we're not going knuckle to knuckle with you. We'll fight dirty. Yeah, we've been right. beat down by life. We're I've stubborn. got my skates. I've got the Bauer, whatever it is, X6000. I literally can pull the blade out in the middle of the game and stab you with it, okay? So don't fight an old man. I don't know if we are allowed to talk about shanking people. Look, I'll shank a kid. I ain't scared. Okay. I used to be a cop, man. I can write a good report. Be like, nah, man. You wouldn't have been drinking when you uh, play hockey. No, okay, no, good. I don't. I don't drink before I play hockey because I suck enough at so this hockey. This is just regular anger. Yeah, well, it's you don't you don't hit my goalie. You hit my goalie, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Yeah. Like that. That is just my. That's my number one rule in life, which I probably should reevaluate my my life rules. <laughs> but you don't hit my goalie. I will punch you in the face. I, I love your standards, Sean. I love them. I have really low standards when it comes to life. Um, so, anyways, all right. Uh, I'm I'm done talking about hockey. I'm done talking about everything else. Uh, that was the show today. We really, honestly, we just wanted to hop in and just tell you guys kind of what's what's going on. Uh, I'm sorry that it took us forever to. No, not. Uh, I'm not sorry. Uh, I hate everybody. Um, I'm sorry that it took us forever to get back, but we just had a lot going on. You know, building a website sucks. I hate building websites, uh, but it just it takes up a lot of time. But we really we've got. We've got something going here, uh, so we're really excited about it. But um, go check out the site. It's fifthlinesports.com. That's fifthlinesports. Uh, it's fifth is spelled out. It's not 5th. It's fifthlinesports. Uh, fifthlinesports on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you want to email me, call me an asshole, or have a topic for the show, that's Sean at fifthlinesports.com, and it's S-H-A-W-N at fifthlinesports.com. Um, you got anything else to say? I'm good, Sean. You look tired. I am tired. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Soft will do that to you. That's what happens. What have you been doing? Drinking four loco? Yeah, I have. I forgot <laughs> for eight weeks. 
Yeah, we all <laughs> we had a four loco black. We all got blackout drunk for eight weeks, and that's why you haven't heard from us. Uh, anyways, so we will definitely have a show. Well, no, I shouldn't say definitely because shit happens, but uh, we should have a show next week. We're gonna have some guest host of the show uh, in the next coming months, so you'll hear from them. Uh, but anyways, stick around. Thanks for being here. Uh, have a good one. Bye.